Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Eco Business Podcast. I'm Jessica Chiam, Managing Editor of Eco Business, and I'm excited to introduce the first in a series of discussions about the world of sustainable business here in Asia Pacific. Today, we're here in our studio at the SDG Collaborative in Singapore. The SDGs stand for the Sustainable Development Goals a set of development targets adopted by members of the United Nations that address poverty, hunger and inclusive growth. This podcast series, Let's Write the Future, is supported by ABB. And in this second episode, we will be focusing on an exciting topic, cities of the future. Our guest for today's podcast is Mr. Go Chi Kyung, Executive Director of Clean Tech and Cities, Infrastructure and Industrial Solutions at Singapore's Economic Development Board. Chico is actively involved in shaping many national clean tech and sustainability initiatives. Thank you so much, Chico, for joining us here this morning. This morning's focus, Cities of the Future, I think it's so apt that we're having this discussion here in Singapore, which I think has been regarded by many around the world as the quintessential city of the future due to its reputation for testing innovations and long-term planning. So to start us off, perhaps can you paint a vision of how the Singapore government, and in particular EDB, approaches this concept of the city of the future? I'd like to first uh, say that um, I'm very delighted to be here uh, for this uh, podcast series to talk about a subject that's uh, very dear to my heart. Now, we are all very familiar with the fundamentals uh, for the need for more urban solutions, more sustainability in Asia. We are all very familiar with the urbanization uh, megatrend partly happening in uh, Asia. We are also very familiar with uh, the need for more infrastructure investments. And, and this is also in part uh, stimulated by what China is uh, doing in Asia through its uh, One Belt, uh, One Road uh, initiative. And of course, uh, residents in Asia, in many cities in this region, are clamoring for more uh, you know, uh, sustainability measures that relate uh, to cleaner air, cleaner water, and a better sanitation. Right? And What's uh, also very interesting is that while we're talking about urban solutions, while we're talking about sustainability, there is this uh, advent of uh, digital technologies that is revolutionizing uh, the way we do urban solutions throughout the whole world, including Asia. And I'll, I'll love to talk a little bit more about uh, digital technologies uh, later on. Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting what you've pointed out. I mean, Asia is undergoing such tremendous growth at the moment. Uh, Southeast Asia in particular, you know, they have a huge rising middle class and lots of development challenge. I mean, critics are saying that we are in an unprecedented uh, period in history where we're facing so much rapid urbanization that we're seeing stresses on cities um, and also the challenge of uh, lifting people out of poverty. So how do we address these challenges and how do you think cities of the future are going to be able to adapt to these trends? There's no question. Um, Asia is confronted with immense challenges, right? We are familiar with uh, uh, overcrowding. We are familiar with uh, environment degradation. But with all these uh, challenges, it also means that uh, there are tremendous opportunities for many, many companies. And where Singapore would love to play a role uh, for Asia is really uh, to be a reference market for this region. The, the big question for Singapore as a country is, can our companies, both local and foreign, use Singapore as a springboard as a living laboratory to help address the opportunities in Asia and to help create value for the cities uh, that are fast growing in Asia. Mm-hmm. How do you define this value? I'm quite curious. Right. We, we believe that uh, our companies can uh, provide a range of value uh, through uh, the technological uh, solutions 
that companies have developed in Singapore. There are, there are many uh, innovation centers in Singapore that have been set up just in the last few years that relate to urban solutions, whether it's uh, NG from France, whether it's uh, Hyundai from uh, Korea, uh, whether it's uh, Stein Electric uh, you know, from uh, France as well. Uh, there's a whole range of uh, companies based in Singapore today that are innovating new technologies and solutions that relate to urban technologies, and they are now serving the region. So therefore, really with that ecosystem in Singapore, we hope that we can develop systems or systems solutions that can be of value to the regional cities. Mm -hmm. I want to just touch on something you mentioned earlier, which is digital technology. Obviously, Singapore has unveiled its Smart Nation initiative. It's a huge initiative pumping billions of dollars in R&D, as well as Smart Nation infrastructure. How do you see digital technology influencing or dominating um, cities? And how are we going to respond to it? Singapore has uh, aspirations to be the world's uh, first uh, smart uh, nation. And we are very excited about the prospects of applying digital technologies to the urban solutions domain. We, we see a huge range of technologies uh, coming to the fore, right? We are uh, you know, familiar with uh, the likes of uh, data analytics, Internet of Things, artificial intelligence, uh, cybersecurity, uh, augmented reality and virtual reality, and so on. And we are seeing how uh, digital technologies are now rapidly being applied to components uh, in the urban space, which uh, could include the pumps, elevators, power turbines, as well as uh, to, to bigger systems in the urban space, right, that, that relate to buildings, to utilities and uh, mobility systems. Mm -hmm. So in all, uh, Singapore is seeing a surge of uh, digital interest, particularly for the urban solution space, and we have projected that uh, just in the period of uh, 2017 to 2020, just in these uh, four years, we uh, do project uh, uh, 2,000 uh, new professional uh, jobs in urban solutions uh, space that just pertain to digital technologies. So it's a very exciting uh, new field that uh, Singapore wants to take advantage of. And we believe that this will be a mega uh, you know, trend that will propel new growth in urban solutions space. That's really exciting. I mean, apart from technology, though, I mean, there's going to be a tremendous need for investment into the region. Um, in your role, at, you know, at EDB, you look at where the business opportunities are. Can you identify for us and our, read our readers or listeners, what types of infrastructure is there greatest need for? And, you know, what do you think is going to come up out of this mega cities trend? If I may reference uh, the Asian Development Bank, they have just done a recent uh, study they project that uh, Asia will need a whopping 26 uh, trillion US dollars just in infrastructure investments between 2015 to 2030. And the big uh, sectors which uh, uh, the Asian Development Bank uh, had identified include the uh, power, transportation, telecoms, as well as the water. So we believe that those are the big areas uh, for the whole of Asia. But we believe it's, it's also beyond just uh, major infrastructure-related investments. There's a lot of the IT systems uh, that, that uh, go behind the scenes. There's also a lot of uh, urban planning, urban design that are required for cities to be able to grow in a sustainable fashion. So therefore, we are also looking at the softer side of uh, urban solutions that relate to uh, built environment, urban planning. We're looking at safety and security. We are also looking at uh, applying digital technologies to offer smart city solutions as well. Overall, we have a strong interest to position Singapore as 
an infrastructure hub where we can help uh, regional cities and countries to develop, finance, and operate infrastructure assets. Mm, that's really interesting. So, I mean, we focus a lot about technology, but how about the non-technological value that Singapore can create? I mean, there's so much talk about how technology is going to dominate our future lives, but is there like a other aspects, you know, the softer aspects of what makes a city livable and sustainable that Singapore can, can help with? I've uh, talked a lot about technology uh, early on, but uh, we, we have to be mindful that it's not about technology per se, it's about creating value for uh, people living in cities. And there are indeed, uh, as you rightly pointed out, uh, a lot of uh, softer aspects uh, to urban solutions. So one prong which uh, Singapore hopes to provide value for the regional cities is through thought leadership, right? And by, by thought leadership, I, I mean uh, the likes of uh, conferences held in Singapore, uh, to bring uh, like-minded professionals and city officials to exchange ideas and, and to learn from each other. We are also talking about uh, think tanks, uh, such as the uh, Centre for Livable Cities, which conduct a lot of uh, causes for city officials from the region. Uh, and, and there's also a very good example of uh, what's known as the Mayor's Course uh, in Nanyang Technological University, which has trained uh, several tens of thousands of uh, city officials from China in the last uh, two decades. So certainly thought leadership is the one. And the second area, which is non-technology related, is financing. Mm -hmm. Singapore is already known as a major financing hub for infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And we want to build on that to, to provide value for the region. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. I mean, you talk about Singapore's value in the region, but Singapore itself is so unique, right? I mean, we're a city-state. We have no rural hinterland. Um, and our challenges are quite different from those of our neighbours. So how do you see Singapore playing a role in kind of leading the technologies or, or, or the developments of cities when its own situation is so unique? Well, uh, you, you raise a very good point. Uh, we, we are indeed mindful that uh, not all urban solutions can be ported, can be replicated easily uh, throughout the whole world. There are lots of local conditions that are unique to uh, each uh, region. And, and therefore, Singapore's uh, approach is, while we are solving our own needs, we are attracting companies that will set up innovation centers in Singapore that target the regional needs, right? So they need to be aware of what's happening in the region. They need to be plugged in and they need to customize the solutions accordingly. So I can cite uh, perhaps a few areas where Singapore has built up uh, strengths pertaining to the region. So one is really around uh, microgrids and uh, digital generation. Singapore just in the last two years uh, has uh, garnered a strong interest from a whole range of companies to look at microgrid solutions for Southeast Asia. So those solutions are not for Singapore. They are customized for Indonesia, for Philippines, for Thailand, etc. And we, we have uh, gotten companies such as NG, uh, ABB, uh, Siemens, and the list uh, goes on to establish computer centers, innovation centers in Singapore that relate to uh, microgrids. The other a big uh, area of interest for Singapore is uh, water, right? So we, we are also uh, actively developing a whole range of water solutions that uh, are aimed at the regional markets beyond just what Singapore needs. And the last area which uh, I think will be of uh, big interest is urban planning, mm -hmm. where the way we design cities, the way we do uh, zoning, Singapore has built up uh, strong uh, experiences through the last uh, five decades. And a lot of cities in the region actually are coming to Singapore to seek out uh, our urban planning uh, expertise system. Mm -hmm. You know, that's really exciting. I mean, you've painted the future of 
microgrids and solar energy and clean tech solutions, urban solutions that are going to solve the challenges. So let's go, you know, way into the future to 2050, for example. And what is your dream for what Asian cities should look like then? You know, do you think there are some major challenges that we still have to kind of address before we get to that vision? Let me start with uh, Singapore. Uh, my aspiration for Singapore is uh, for Singapore to be the leading smart, sustainable and livable city uh, in Asia. And if I can extend the dream, I hope that all the cities in Asia will get there as well. Right? And beyond just what we do as uh, cities uh, to provide better conditions for residents in the cities, we hope that this will be closely coupled to having a vibrant green economy. So therefore, it's not just about our living conditions, but it's also tied to good jobs that relate to how we can address the mega challenges in Asia that relate to you know, urban solutions and sustainability. Right? So, so therefore, uh, it's coupling both the green economy together with the need for urban solutions. And we hope that that will proliferate throughout Asia. That's really exciting. But I mean, are we talking about, let's, let's talk about like a day in the life of a city in 2050. Are people going to be in pods, zooming from place to place, ordering all their groceries on their apps? Is You know I mean? What kind of a future are we going to expect? Well, if I can uh, reference a, a movie, right? Um, what I have in mind is a minority report. I was uh, very fascinated by the movie when it first uh, came out. Uh, I'm a realist. I don't think the, the psychic ability to project the future will ever come. Uh, but a lot of the scenes in the movie, right, that relate to, uh, you know, smart cities, uh, you know, I, I think that may be a reality uh, come 2050. So the ability for us to do location-based uh, services, uh, more advanced security uh, tracking, etc., the, the ability to use big data uh, in a very seamless manner, and uh, autonomous driving as well, that... Uh, obviously happened a great deal in the, the movie, probably will, will become uh, real in the next uh, few decades as well. Mm, that's really interesting. But you know, so much of Asia is still grappling with really basic infrastructure problems, you know, sanitation, water, clean air. I mean, what do you see as the biggest obstacles for Asian cities to overcome that? My, my sense is that the cities in Asia actually are growing much faster than what a lot of people think they are. And that is propelled largely by digital and uh, internet technologies, which is a huge uh, level up because regardless of your social status, regardless of uh, the developmental stage of the city, uh, the, the access, access to uh, internet is becoming so pervasive in many uh, Asian cities. And that has been uh, a major driver for new urban solutions and, and uh, you know, technologies being applied. So one, one good example is uh, Jakarta. Right, so Jakarta is able to crowdsource, is able uh, new ideas for urban solutions, uh, is able to go into social media for uh, the residents and pull out the latest uh, you know challenges that the city is confronting. So so therefore now with internet technologies, with uh, digital technologies, I, I think it's a huge leveler that they will uh, therefore enable the acceleration of the development of our cities throughout Asia. Mm, that's really interesting. You mentioned a film earlier, you know, and I want to ask this question because we are asking all the guests on this podcast series. What is your favorite film or book or piece of literature that really kind of captures imag your imagination and depicts what you think is the accurate picture of the future? Or maybe it doesn't have to depict an accurate picture, but something that you really like. 
Well, um, that that movie would be the Inconvenient Truth, which was done uh, about a decade ago, and well, it was talking about the the factual grounding for what is uh, mankind's biggest challenge, obvious, which is uh, that's climate change, right? And that is already the window to future. So it's not a futuristic uh, movie, but what you see today, unfortunately, maybe what you see in the future as well but with higher intensity and frequency. And that should be obviously alarming to every human on the planet. So to me, it really speaks to me about the urgency, about the need for more speed in the way we implement urban solutions and sustainability technologies throughout Asia and the world, mm-hmm. right? So, so that's why uh, I, I've always enjoyed uh, the role that I'm in. There's a strong purpose behind what I'm doing today. And, and likewise, I think that probably speak for uh, many of us in this whole urban solutions and sustainability domain. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's really true. I mean, clean tech is such an exciting space, not just in Singapore, but all across the world. But I mean, you know, to respond to that, you mentioned inconvenient truth. And so many people say that the problem with climate change is that it's so doom and gloom, you know, and that people find that it's such a doomsday scenario and then they switch off. So my question to you would be, what are you most hopeful about? I mean, personally, on your travels, doing your job, what is it about this space or about global trends that gives you the most hope and inspiration? Well, the the inspiration uh, is, is coming actually from the young. Right? Okay. I sense it among the younger generation. I have two young kids, one of which is uh, schooling. And and my, my son, the, the the, the one in, in school comes home on a regular basis talking about environmental sustainability. So, so really, the young are big believers in the need for more action uh, when it comes to environmental sustainability. And it's not just climate change, it's also about uh, pollution, it's also about avoiding uh, congestion and improving the living conditions for residents throughout the whole world, right? And, and that, that sense of purpose that I see the young is really a big, big uh, source of inspiration for, for myself. I think the world will continue to change in a positive manner. So I'm very hopeful and very optimistic that more will be done to combat uh, many of the challenges that we see out there uh, today. Mm, that's really interesting. Thanks for sharing, Chikyong. So perhaps to wrap up this podcast, you know, you just gave me the inspiration for two questions which I want to ask you. The first of which is, if you were to talk directly to a young listener today, what, what advice would you give them to be prepared for the future that we're seeing? And the second question is, if you're talking directly to a business, whether in Singapore or anywhere in the world, what would you encourage them to do to be more resilient in the face of what we're going to see? I think to uh, the individual, I would first urge the person to play an active uh, role, you know, and, and it takes everybody to play uh, his or her respective roles to really make a difference in the world. So, so it can't be just uh, you know, a couple of companies, uh, a couple of individuals taking a lead. It has to be everybody chipping in. So, so I, I will urge that uh, you know, uh, among the young. And for the companies, you know, if I can put on my hat uh, yeah. from the Economic Development Board, I, I would certainly like to invite companies around the world and also local companies of Singapore to continue to contribute in a meaningful way to creating new solutions for urban solutions and, and sustainability domain. Um, there's a lot more that we can do. And I think we can do much better if we work together. I think a lot of solutions have come about because companies are collaborating one another. And Singapore has been on this uh, path to creating a vibrant ecosystem for this space. And certainly we'd like to invite more companies to join us in this journey. 
And it's a very, very important journey for all of us uh, to focus on. And on that note, that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much, Chi Kyung, for a most interesting discussion, giving us a peek into what might come in the future. We hope to have you back here again soon. Thank you, Chi Kyung. This podcast was hosted by EcoBusiness at the SDG Co, a co-working space and hub for collaboration on sustainable development here in Singapore and Asia Pacific. EcoBusiness is the leading media organization on responsible business, clean tech, and sustainable development serving the Asia Pacific community. This episode is part of the Let's Write the Future podcast series, which was supported by ABB. Join the conversation by visiting eco-business.com, follow us on social media, and subscribe to our newsletter, which brings you interesting news from around the region. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next one.